So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What is going on, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad that you have given me the next 10 to 15 minutes of your day just to speak a little bit of life and a little bit of wisdom into you. And uh, man, I have been waiting, uh, not an exaggeration, probably a solid four months for today's episode. I've been thinking about it. I've been chewing on it, stewing on it, letting it brew a little bit. And really waiting for to uh, to reach this the right point. The the reality is this is like time oriented what we're talking about today, and I'm super super excited to dive in. Now before I do really quick, the podcast has grown like wildfire as far as I'm concerned in really what has been its first full year of existence, and that is because of you guys. We do not advertise for this podcast. We don't have sponsors. We don't um you know we don't do anything to drive traffic to this. We basically just put out good content. And the only reason that it's grown is because of you, because you've chosen to share it with other people that you thought might find some value from this. And so I want to start by saying thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. We couldn't have done it without you. And I do want to ask that you would continue to do so. Uh, We don't have sponsors for this. We don't run ads. We don't do any of that stuff. We really do rely on you guys to get the word out. And I will continue to do this as long as the podcast continues to grow. That's kind of my thing. And so what I'm asking is that if you found any value from the podcast this year, would you be willing to leave a rating and review on your platform? Um, just rating uh, the what what this does specifically. This is not to bolster my ego. Just so you know, I don't really check the ratings or reviews. Actually, that's not true. I love reading the reviews, but I don't really care how many ratings we have. The reason we do this is because number one, it plays favorably into the algorithm, and two, more importantly, it signals to other people like you that this content is valuable, right? Because the algorithm knows your data points and it's gonna say, oh, well, if you like this, then here's some other people like you, they might like it as well. And so if you've ever thought, man, I would love to help people in this area, I'd love to make a difference in this world, be a positive change, this is literally one of the easiest ways you can do it. Uh, Do it on your platform, whatever your platform is, Spotify, Apple Music, Overcast, uh, you know, Google, Stitcher, doesn't matter. Just all I'm asking is if you're willing, it'd mean the world to me if you left a rating and a review. Okay, let's jump into today's content. So today's episode is about why and and ultimately the takeaways that I got from reading only one book the entire year. So I'm just pulling this up as uh, as we get started here, but I did an episode at the beginning uh, talking about why I'm reading one book for the entire year. And you might hear that and go, what the heck, Sathya, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, I kind of had this bold idea at the beginning of 2021, uh, sorry, beginning of 2022, I thought, wouldn't it be interesting if rather than, you know, for me, like I've been a pretty avid reader for a long time, I typically read 10, 15 minutes before I go to bed every night. And so, you know, I don't like blitz through books, but I certainly go through a decent number of books and I've done that year over year. It starts to add up and, uh, you know, books are one of the reasons that I've been able to grow as quickly as I have. But I, I kind of just thought, wouldn't it be interesting if instead of trying to read a bunch more books like I've always done, what would happen if I only read one book all year? 
And so that is what I set out to do. And um, here it is. It was episode 231 where I talked about, uh, and yeah, I actually specifically titled that episode, Why I'm Only Reading One Book This Year Other Than the Bible. So obviously, it goes without saying, I read my Bible pretty much every day. Um, But the reason I I read one book this year is actually, it wasn't just a cool experiment. Um, There's actually a a deep philosophy behind it. Uh, One of the things that I realized probably towards the end of last year is that I have too many sources of information. And the reason I reached that conclusion is because I realized I was so knowledgeable, but the amount of knowledge I had was astronomically bigger than the level of experience I had. So here's what I mean. Um, Well, this is kind of the way I say it. A lot of people say knowledge is power. I personally do not agree with that. I do not believe that knowledge is power because the the truth is, uh, you know, I could I could watch a, a YouTube video on how to replace the alternator in my car. I could I could put the specific year, make and model. I guarantee there's a video on YouTube that shows me how to change an alternator. Now, if I watch that video from front to finish, am I any more powerful? Probably not. I mean, sure, you could argue like there's a bit more understanding, but if I were to actually go and try to replace the alternator, I would have to watch that video a hundred times over. I'd have to follow it like every five seconds. I'd have to pause, right? Just to make sure I did one step right. And because of my lack of skill set and lack of experience, I'd still probably mess it up. I do not believe that knowledge is power. I believe that knowledge is potential power, but it is knowledge with action where true power lies. Now, here's what I mean. If I just to run with this example, if I did actually try to replace my alternator, and you know, presumably I'd probably mess something up. That's like a more complicated endeavor that a YouTube video alone probably isn't going to be enough to teach you unless you're, you know, well, really handy and you just have a knack for that stuff um, or more of a skill set. But if I were to attempt it, and even if I did botch it, but I did it all the way through, I'm definitely more powerful by the end of that experience. Not at the beginning. When I've just watched the YouTube video, a slight amount of power, but but knowledge acquisition is kind of like pulling the slingshot back, right? And, and it's not until you actually take some action that the slingshot starts to move forward, that, that there starts to be a release. So this is the key. This, this is the, the huge focus or the huge element of why I decided to read one book this year. It, it's not that I got sick of reading and it's not that I found one book that I'm like, oh, wow, this book is like going to change my life. I need a whole year to unpack it. But what I realized is that I was taking in all this information. You know, I'm subscribed to like nine podcasts that I that I listen to every week and I'm reading, you know, a book, a new book every couple of weeks, maybe once a month. And I'm just taking in all this information. I'm jumping around from one thing to the next, spending so much time to get really just what are traces of nuggets here and there. I'm pulling the slingshot back more and more and more and more, but I wasn't actually executing enough for that slingshot to get launched forward. Hopefully that makes sense. So in March is is when I did the episode about it, but really I made the decision, I think it was the second week of January, where I was like, you know what, I'm going to try reading one book this year. And I chose to not read a new book. I chose to reread an old book that I had read many times, well, not many times, maybe once or twice over, called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, we're talking about a classic, but an old book. There's definitely modern day versions of it. But I chose to keep it simple. I wanted something basic, and I wanted something that was a bit more meaty. 
And I really like this guy. I like the way he writes. And I, I just felt like, yeah, I think I could learn a lot if I not only better internalize the concepts, which is something that we just miss out on in today's day and age, you know, just jumping around from content to content. But I wanted to really be able to execute it. I wanted to get a chance to carry it out. And um, it was a really, really cool experience. I have to just be frank, it changed pretty much everything for me. So what happened pretty shortly after I started just reading one book is I realized that I, um, and this is so funny, this just goes to show you like how powerful the subconscious brain is, right? Um, and we tell guys in recovery all the time, you know, when you stop watching porn, right? So you, you they join our program or they join some program and you kind of, you draw this line in the sand, right? It's like, yeah, you know, December 27th, this is like my sobriety date. And then um, what happens is your brain, your brain doesn't go, oh, awesome, we're not watching porn anymore. Let's see how we can find some new ways to live our life. No, your brain goes, well, hello, like you just conditioned me for the last 20 years to get an orgasm every couple days, every day, every week, every month, whatever it is. Your brain doesn't give up that easily, right? So it starts to explore other ways to get the hit. And the the last, one of the last kind of... Um, avenues that it chooses are wet dreams. So if, you, if you've if you ever gone like two or three weeks and you start to have wet dreams, that's not a relapse, just to be super clear, because it was an unconscious decision. It's not a slip. It's not anything. It's just your brain trying to find one more way to get the orgasm. And if you can survive that period, you'll be, you'll be good to go. Like your brain will really start to rewire. Okay. Um, anyways, that's a, just a little side note. But interestingly enough, my brain did the same thing with information. So I'm only reading one book and I'm, I'm holding my ground on that. Like I don't like buying books is not like a compulsive thing for me. Um, and so it was really easy to just, you know, read the one book. But then what happened was, was my podcast feed all of a sudden, like it was end of January and I'm like, why am I subscribed to like 13 podcasts all of a sudden, you know, but I had just, I had just, I started like thumbing around and oh, this looks really good. And I got to subscribe to that and got to go to this and got to go to that. And I was like, no, this is so stupid. Like I'm just, I'm basically just like cutting off the, the plant in one area. And then now it's just sprouting up in a different part of the garden. So I realized okay, I actually need to consolidate my podcast listening content as well. And so I um, I really pared things down. Uh, it took me a little bit longer to get here. I'll be honest, like the one book thing was pretty easy. The podcast thing was a little bit harder and I did kind of fluctuate. So I went from like whatever number it was, it was 13 or something. I went down to like four or five, up to six or seven, down to like two or three, up to four or five. And now I'm at uh, three. I'm at three podcasts that I subscribe to. One's about uh, investing and kind of personal finance. One is about physical fitness, and that's the one I listen to the most right now. And the other is about psychiatry and psychotherapy. So, uh, you know, the three three areas that are important to me, I don't know if they're the most important. I'm sure there's other things I could be listening to as well. But what I'm really trying to do, guys, is like figure out how do I translate my intake of information into action as quickly as possible. The reason I listen to my fitness podcast the most is, I mean, number one, these guys are really good. They're called Mind Pump. I, I think they're amazing. Um, they release a, a, a new episode almost every day. But more importantly, I listen to podcasts primarily when I work out. So when I'm working out, I listen to, I want to listen to fitness podcasts because doesn't it just make sense that like while you're pumping iron, while you're at the gym, you're in that environment, that's the time to intake the information because there might they might speak into something that you can apply real time. And I kid you not, on several occasions, you know, they were talking about, um, I'm trying to think of the, I, 
I don't know if it was this specifically, but this will at least illustrate what happened. Um, th- they were talking about like the importance of really curling in your pinky finger when you do barbell bicep curls. Okay, so they're talking about specific movement. They're talking about the importance of like curling in your pinky fingers and really paying attention to that. And I, I was doing that exercise as I heard them talk about it. And so I'm like, oh, this is awesome. You know, I'm on like rep number six. And so rep number seven, I'm tightening up the pinky. I'm really curling it in. I'm like, oh, wow, I really do feel that difference. And so again, that you're just, you're narrowing the gap from knowledge acquisition to implementation and your growth curve starts to skyrocket. I mean, there's a reason that I've gained 30 pounds, probably about 15 to 20 solid pounds of muscle in the last year. It's primarily because of this. I've been able to, to just reduce the amount of information sources and increase or, or and also decrease the lag time from when I take in the information to when I apply it. Um, I don't share this a lot, but I've spent uh, probably a good, uh, I don't know, 60, 70 grand this year on being part of masterminds and 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 developing my education. Honestly, actually more than that, now that I think about some of the other costs that I uh, wasn't thinking of originally, spent a lot of money. And th- those are basically all the profits of our company that I'm rolling into my own development just because I want to keep... I want to I want to really narrow down the amount of information sources and I want to be really locked into the people that are coaching me and guiding me. So part of the reason that I pared down my podcast was actually because I I paid into this mastermind and one of the things that they teach you is marketing. But then I'm listening to like all these other podcasts on marketing at the same time and and just like fitness, just like recovery, just like relationships or anything else everybody has their opinion and they're I don't know that anybody's necessarily wrong but the the point is you're not looking for the person who's the most correct you're looking for who's the person you trust the most that's going to compel you to actually act on their information and for me it was my mastermind so that that's why even though marketing is something that I really have needed to to grow in and I it continues to be kind of my weak spot or my Achilles heel as an entrepreneur I'm not listening to marketing podcasts because I'm actually paying somebody to teach me on marketing and I don't want their their information and their input to be convoluted by other sources, even though those sources might be of great quality and have a proven track record. So hopefully this is starting to make sense. Uh, reading one book this year literally changed everything. It completely changed my perspective. I will not be going back to a different model anytime soon because I, I've just, I have seen the change in my ability to apply information. The business has doubled in size. Like I said, physically, I have, I have hit my goals and I've exceeded them way beyond what I could have imagined. Even in my marriage, my marriage is so much stronger this year, at the end of this year, than it was at the beginning. And most of it just boils down to trying to narrow the gap from information ingestion to information application. And this, this is actually so hard to do like i wish this was easy you know i wish i could be like guys it's so simple but but your your brain like our brains are habitually conditioned to take in a lot of information at a time right like as you're listening to this you're probably doing something else and you might even be doing something else that involves taking in information you're scrolling on your phone or you got a a, a browser open and you're scrolling through that you're looking up some stuff maybe you're checking out something i've already mentioned like the podcast mind pump or the book the seven habits of highly effective people right like we we are just we're regularly in this kind of split attention multitasking multiple sources and I think it's costing us our own development and productivity. So these are some of the things that I learned this year. I, I, man, I've been so excited to share this with you guys. 
I I can't say, guys, you need to do this. Um, I'm I'm not really like that unless I really believe in something. And I don't want you to get too hooked on the formula because it's really not about the formula. Like if you read one book and you only subscribe to three or fewer podcasts, you will be on fire. But what I what I would like to suggest is that you probably need to evaluate how many information resources do you have and could you consolidate that, okay? Now, here's what made this really hard. Probably in May, June, July, somewhere in the mid-year, I stopped reading. Um, I stopped reading before I went to bed and I didn't even realize what I was doing. You know, it was just kind of like, there was one night where I'm like, ah, I'm a little bit tired, I won't read. And then that became two nights and then it became a week. And then a few weeks later, I thought, man, I haven't cracked that book open in a while. What's going on? And I realized that it was actually so much easier when I had something new to read. Because when it's new, it, it, there's there's an excitement to it, right? We've talked about on the podcast before how novelty enhances pleasure, right? So there, there's an added joy to something just because it's new, regardless of the quality, regardless of the implications, regardless of whether or not there's an active component. It, it, it's just the fact that it's new that makes it super exciting. And without that, there wasn't as much motivation because it's like, well, I've already read this before. And I had to force myself, I had to remind myself, but Sophia, this is about the execution. You're not reading to be entertained. You're not reading to simply learn something. You're reading to grow as a person. And so it was, it was really, it was a good challenge of my motivation because I had to actually force myself to get back into the rhythm. And it didn't happen overnight. Uh, three months was a long time to be out of that habit. And it probably wasn't until, honestly, October, I think of this year, maybe late October, where I was like, okay, I'm actually reading pretty much every night before I go to bed. So now, as I go into 2023, sorry guys, this is a longer episode. I hope you don't mind. I'm just taking a bit more time with this. But as I go into 2023, I have a book I'm going to read. It's called the, uh, the uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what it's called, uh, 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. And I really, I really like Jordan Peterson. I like the way he thinks. And I just feel like I have a lot to learn from this guy. And I've heard lots of good things about the book. So I'm excited to dig in. And you know what? I guarantee you, I am going to blitz through this book the first time. Because remember, I have not read any new material in a book in 12 months. So you best believe my brain is going to be eating it up. It's going to be so exciting. But what's going to happen is maybe even the second time, it'll still be pretty good, right? Because like the second time you read through something, you catch some new things and it's still got a novelty. But by the time I get to that third time going through the book, man, I know it's going to be a slog because like I've read this twice. I'm already starting to implement things and my brain just doesn't have the same motivation. But now I'm going to be more prepared for it. Now I'm going to know that even if I don't feel like reading, Maybe I don't have to read my 10, 15 minutes. Maybe I just need to read like three or five minutes. Just read a little nugget, a little sample. And that's what I'm going to do. And I, I guarantee you, like, even though I grew so much this year, man, I'm about to grow way more next year because this principle freaking works. Like, I, there's just no other way to put it. When you get dialed in on the information source and you vow to simply act on what you learn because you trust it so much, it is almost impossible for you to not improve, to not change, and to not grow. And that's why we always recommend that if you find somebody that you trust in the recovery space, if you find somebody whose message you resonate with, if you find somebody that you know you're going to be able to, to do what they say and even trust them, even when it sounds kooky or a little bit crazy, that's the person for you. That's who you should be working with. So that's everything for today, guys. A little bit of a longer episode. I hope you got some value from this and I want to really encourage you. Think about how you can consolidate your information into in the year ahead and 
If you did find some value from today's episode or maybe another episode this year, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on your platform. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.